want to thank everyone for tuning in today for Comard's class, and we are going to learn how to maximize Twitter for maximum ROI. Guys, what does this even mean to maximize our return on investment, otherwise known as ROI? Most of us are investing a lot of time into Twitter, and, and it just it, it's a huge amount of effort and work. Okay, between creating tweets, podcast schedules, or, or space schedules rather, it's just a lot of work. What I mean by that is, is let's show you how to maximize that time that you're investing into Twitter so that you're getting the maximum results, meaning you're getting more follows, you're getting more engagement, you're getting your message out to more people. Those are all things that we all want to accomplish. So the best way to do that is to know what tools are working for each other. If something's working for me, great. If, if it's not working for me, ugh, and let's figure out why it's not working. If something's working for uh, one of you guys, then guess what? We need to know that so you can share that information with each other to grow. That's how we are going to grow as individuals, as projects, as businesses. The first thing you need to know is make sure you have your Twitter profile properly set up. Use all of the tools that they provide to us. Guys, they provide a massive amount of tools to us from things like analytics to uh, being able to see when our key audience is on and when they're most active to being able to see who's in what list and where they're at. You can organize them in a way that suits you, but we'll get into lists a little bit later. Each section of this class is going to outline our uses and what we have found to work best for us. I cannot promise you guys will have the same results, but what I can tell you is, is that we have had phenomenal results based on the stuff that we are doing. First thing is, is you need to have goals with your Twitter. When I say goals, I'm talking about weekly goals, daily goals, and even monthly or long-term goals. By creating a list of these goals, you now have a purpose here on Twitter. And these goals can be anything from drawing attention to things that matter to you, bringing awareness to uh, your product, your service, or even just building relationships. Or in our case, making the world a better place as a whole. Or how about even better yet, let's make the NFT community a bit better. One day at a time, one person at a time. Create a roadmap. Guys, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I literally have a roadmap drawn out in a notebook of my goals and my aspirations and what it is that I'm setting out to do within our Twitter. And it really, really is a situation of where if you have a clear path and you know exactly what it's going to take to get there, you can accomplish anything. It's just a matter of putting a grind on and going for it. One of the first things you need to decide about Twitter is what kind of account are you going to have? You're going to have a personal account or are you going to have a professional account? And if you're going to have a professional or business account, you need to understand what kind of those accounts are you going to have. They have a couple different ones, whether it's a creator, a publisher, business, there's, there's various types. So you need to understand each of them so that you can pick the best account type. And my guess is, is that most people that are on Twitter right now are probably set up for personal profiles. Me personally, I have found tools from the business side of it that I have access to that you may not have access to. And that if you're, you're not on the correct account, you're not gonna get the tools that you need for the job that you're trying to accomplish with your Twitter. Setting up a Twitter account for business and personal use is an easy process. And, I, and I'm gonna tell you guys, at times, creating new accounts on social media platforms can see daunting at first. Just like everything, they all take time to learn. 
Tori provides a registration and onboarding wizard to guide you through each step that must be completed. And yes, you can skip some steps and sections and return to them later. Once you have created the account, there is some work to do before you, in order to complete your profile and not appear to be some sort of a bot, a spammer, or just a solicitation account. The first thing I would recommend is make sure that you have a, a valid profile picture. With that profile picture, you wanna make sure that it's about a 400 by 400 sized image. The reason for that being is because that is what Twitter has set for their profile pictures to be at. And you're gonna get the highest quality by having a, a 400 by 400. <clears throat> and for most of us, we're using those PFPs as our logos for our brands. You know, and I can see some people in the space right now that have personal brands, that have branded brands, things like that. And that's great. But you need to understand that if you're representing your business, you're representing it on that level. Whatever image you've selected for that, that's your business. And then that's how people are going to come to know you. They may not even come to know you by your name, but they'll know your image. Why? Because it stands out. And so when you're picking an image, make sure you choose one that stands out from the crowd. Don't be afraid of being different. I think I'm the only one that I've seen that has an ORC PFP. So the next thing is the bio. This is probably one of the most important parts because it's how you're going to tell your story. It's how you're going to tell what it is that you're into, what it is your goals are, where it is you come from. People want to know those things, you guys. So what you need to do is make sure that, number one, you're utilizing all 160 characters or at least as close to it as you possibly can. The other thing that we've found that has worked really, really well for Comart's NFTs is the use of a couple of emojis. People like emojis. I don't know why. I think it just draws attention to the word, but whatever. The other thing is, is make sure you guys are using appropriate hashtags and use them organically. We'll get more into detail about how to properly use a hashtag later in the lesson. But for right now, think about what you're going to say using the hashtags organically and how you're going to say it for your story so that people can relate to you, so that people can understand and know what your purpose here on Twitter is. Next thing you're going to do is you're going to select your interests and people. So most of us, because we're already in the space, we're listening to the class as we speak, already have gone through all of this. But you can still go back and adjust those as needed so that you're getting filtered the content that you want to see. Add a banner image. Add a banner image. Add a banner image. Guys, there's a reason I put emphasis on this. This is one of the biggest mistakes I see everybody doing as failing to put a banner image up. And if they do, half the time it doesn't even relate to what they're doing or you wouldn't know it relates to their brand or their what they're doing. So when you're making those images for your banners, you guys, make sure that you guys are using images that relate to your brand, that talk about your brand, that do those kinds of things to represent you. And here's something else I want to point out real quick. If you look at companies like Apple, Amazon, Netflix, doesn't matter, any one of the Fortune 500 companies, I guarantee you it doesn't matter where you're at. If you look for them, they have the exact same bio, the exact same profile image, the exact same banner across the board. Why? Because they're creating brand awareness and brand recognition. So with that said, do what those big guys are doing because they want to be known. They're becoming known as household names. You think of the swoosh, you automatically know who it is. You think of the apple with a bite out of it, you automatically know who it is. Why not do the same thing for your own images and brands? I wanted to get back to using hashtags. There are some people who have some use of hashtags and, and they do it in a way that really begins to kind of feel like 
Uh, they're being thrown up on us. Guys, do not throw up hashtags on people. Nobody likes to be thrown up on. I don't like to be thrown up on. And when I come across a post or a bio that's 10, 12, 15 or more hashtags, that's exactly what they did. They threw up every hashtag they could think of just because they want to make sure they're trying to get in front of everybody. Well, newsflash, Twitter doesn't like that either. So Twitter's algorithm says, whoa, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. We're not going to show that as much as we could because why? They're spamming. They're just throwing as much shit at the wall as they can and seeing what sticks. Don't do that. My recommendation in any post is three to five hashtags max. The other thing is, is when you put them organically into sentences, you can literally reduce the amount of spam that Twitter thinks you're having. Why? Because it makes sense to have it in that sentence. So be organic with it. That same thing holds true for your bios. So what you want to do is create hashtags that represent your brand. Or maybe it represents something like with Comard's NFTs, it's charity. So we have the word charity in our bio. It just makes sense. And it has the opportunity then because there's not necessarily a lot of true charity projects in the space. But it has the ability to capture other people who are searching for hashtags and specifically search the term of charity. Now, those people may not be expecting to even see NFTs, let alone even know what they are. But wouldn't it make sense to try and get in front of those people so that we can onboard them and, and introduce them to what NFTs is? To me, it just makes total sense. So the other th side of that is, is when you onboard somebody into the space and you teach them how to build their first NFT or how to list their first NFT or give them their first NFT, you are creating a relationship at the very start with a solid foundation. Why? Because those people are going to respect you and appreciate the time that you took for them to help them out. So why not target hashtags that are going to affect your brand and help you and do relate in some way, shape, or form? So learn how to utilize these hashtags. There's a website and it's known as hashtags.org. Use that website, guys. It'll tell you what hashtags are ranking where, what hashtags get what search results, or what searches are being done for those hashtags. Utilize that site. It's free of charge. Okay, you can upgrade it if you choose to, but it is a free service that you can utilize at any point in time. Be consistent in your use of hashtags. You know, as an example, I noticed that myself, I've started using Comard's NFTs with just about every post I make, along with M-O-W-A-B-P, because it means make our world a better place. Okay, and that's our entire goal as Comard's NFTs is to make our world a better place. So it just made sense for us to put those two hashtags in there. And then oftentimes, we might use NFT community, we might use NFT family. I'm not a big fan of the word community. I feel like it's gotten dirty in this whole NFT space. So I try not to use it. However, if you do the search, like on hashtags.org, you're going to see it gets 10 times the searches as what NFT family does. Keep that, those things in mind, guys. That's what I mean when I tell you guys, do your research. See what's trending, see what's not. Give people a reason to use your hashtag, whether it's an actual prize or just some recognition in the form of a retweet. Your audience will respond better when there's added value to using your hashtags. Use branded hashtags. The This Twitter ad feature 
allows brands to add a fun, visually appealing, creative element when you use the hashtag across Twitter. The amount of attention that, that a hashtag will receive is increased by almost 10% when branded hashtags are included. That's a huge amount, you guys. The use of Twitter lists. I, I noticed not a lot of people are utilizing those because I always hear people saying, well, I don't want it showing up on my home timeline. I don't want it showing up on my home timeline or I don't want to see it in my home feed, rather. And I get that. And it, and it makes sense. When you start following so many people, your, your home timeline just goes... And, and literally... It, it's got everybody's stuff on there at all hours, at all times, and it could be anything. There are a few things that you can do to minimize this. One of them being using Twitter lists. Twitter lists are easy to set up, you guys. Click on your menu, go to the list, create a new list, name it, describe it, give it an image, make it public or private, whatever the case is. I choose not to have some of them private or public. So there's a few that I've got that are private. There's a few that I've got that are public. It's up to you which ones you want to do that with. But what I will tell you is calling people out for spam, calling people out for scammers, things like that doesn't do you any self-recognition good. Keep it to yourself. I have lists for those guys. But guess what? Nobody can see them. Just because you can make the list doesn't give you the right to be a jerk. Next thing is make sure that you are on the appropriate lists that you create. Here's why. Let's say, as an example, my friends over at Smush Friends are, are on a list or they make a list and they're going to call it leaders in the space or whatever. Okay. For the sake of this example, that's what we're going to call it. Leaders, space leaders. All right. And they've added Comard to the list. Well, when I go look at that list, I can see Comard on there. I can see Smush Friends on there. I can see uh, Dave Swineback on there. I can see NFT update on there. I can see whoever on there. Guess what? Everybody else can see who else is on that list too. So why would you not want to be on your own list that you created to represent those people? Just makes sense, right? Now there's different ways to use these lists. You can use them to have influencers, people who retweet you, people that engage with you. Um, you can even have it with people that you chat with often. All right. The possibilities are endless, but keep in mind that every list needs to be public in order for other people to see it and or utilize it as a way of promotion and advertising. People that often chat with you are the people that you see going back and forth. Like you see me going back and forth with people in tweets most days. Not every day, but most days. Because sometimes I just, I can't get the other people's attention for that long because they've got other stuff going on, which I get. And it happens. Don't be bummed out when you don't get conversation interaction every day. The other thing is stay out of DMs unless it is confidential, a security matter, a privacy issue, or something along those lines. Stay out of DMs. They do nothing for your engagement. They do nothing for your interaction. They do nothing for building your relationship, and they do nothing for letting other people see you. If you can have a conversation via tweets right here on Twitter, and, I, and I'll give you an example here. Let's say that I'm having a conversation with Creative Owls, and, and I tweet, and I tag Creative Owls in a post, and he comes back and he responds with a, with a post. Guess what? Now, here's what happened. Number one, Creative Owls just got put in front of all my people because I, I tagged him and I sent out a tweet. And then because Creative Owls decided to respond to that tweet, 
Well, now, guess what? All of his people are being exposed to me. And the chances are somebody from those two groups of people are going to get involved in the conversation. And then it just escalates from there. So let's say that from there, because Ryan follows Creative Owls, he's like, you know what? I got something to say on this. Okay, great. So then Ryan says, this is what we're going to do. Ba 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 ba. Well, now all of my followers, Creative Owls followers, just got exposed to Ryan. And then when I respond, Ryan's followers get announced to all of me or to, to all of Ryan's people and Creative Owls. And then if Creative Owls responds, then guess what? Same thing happens around the board. And I've literally seen conversations, you guys, that started out with two people, two. And they went back and forth maybe three, four times, and then boom, somebody else jumped in. And then boom, somebody else jumped in. And then all of a sudden, within a few days, that conversation goes from being two people to being 20,000 people with 100,000 replies. Now, what do you think that's going to do for your engagement and your exposure? <laughs> yeah, baby. Guys, keep those things in mind as you're trying to hold these conversations and stay out of the DMs. You know, we recently implemented that policy because everybody just wanted to DM and I'm getting 300 DMs a day. Like when I go to bed, my DMs are cleared out. When I get up, I got 300 more. I'm like, what in the hell? I can't keep up. So I've gotten to the point where I'm like, look, if it's, if it's just general chat, conversation, whatever, you need, you have a question, tweet me, tag me in it, whatever, let's go. I'll talk to you until the cows come home. I have no problems with that. But it doesn't do us any good to do that in a DM. One of the most common DMs that I'm getting recently is, oh my gosh, how did you get to 10,000? It's so fast. Guys, this is it. I utilize Twitter lists. I see the content I want to see every single day. The content I don't want to see, I don't have to look at. I don't even look at the timeline. I don't even remember the last time I looked at my timeline, to be honest with you. I log in, I go straight to my lists, and I look at influencers and creators, and then I look at um, friends and family, and then I look at another list, and I go from there, and I spend a little bit of time scrolling through each of those lists, and I respond where I want to and where I have something of value to add and where I don't, then I don't. So that's one. Two, I try to stay out of the conversations in DMs and have them publicly. Number three, I hold spaces. I go into a lot of spaces. I've been in Mega Show. I've been in Creative Owls. I've been in Dave Swinebeck. I've been in Beluga Bay numerous times, all of them. And I don't stick to the same spaces every single day. I rotate them in and out. Why? Because if you're in the same space every day, guys, yeah, they get stragglers coming in. Okay, and that's great. But why limit yourself to one, two, three, five people straggling in for the first time as opposed to just going to a completely new space? There's a reason that Twitter says, hey, we've got this handy-dandy little search box for spaces. Guess what? Go look at the handy-dandy search box, type something in that relates to you in some way, shape, or form, and find a space that fits that category according to Twitter. If you don't like it, guess what? Worst case scenario, you can leave. Not a big deal. So don't be afraid to go in and experience new spaces. And I do not get me wrong. I know myself. I know other creators from Beluga, Dave, Creative Owls, Megasow. You know, all of those guys appreciate our dedication, including myself, the dedication that you guys have with coming into our spaces regularly. We love it. Not one of us can take away from that. Okay, but at the same time, I'm not going to be so arrogant or so selfish as to say, you know what? 
You need to be in my space every single day at this time, and this is what we're going to do. No, no, I'm not doing that. Not doing that. And the reason I'm not doing that is because if you're in my space and nobody else's, you're not meeting new people. I want you guys to meet new people. I want you guys to build relationships. That is how we have built the relationships that we have. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. I want to give Smush Friends a huge round of applause, you guys, because Smush Friends was our first official sponsor for the podcast, and they are the video production team. Thank you so much for that, you guys. If you have not checked out their project, you definitely need to. At the very least, give it an eyeball. The reason is, is that project is not only phenomenal artwork, it is packed with utility on the back end. Not financial advice, just something for you to look at. And the next thing is, is that in addition to being in other people's spaces, I try to hold conversations outside of Twitter with people too that I've met in Twitter, but hold them outside of Twitter. Case in point, our Discord, Smush Friends Discord. I met an awesome young man named Specimen13. Awesome, awesome dude. All right, super smart, super genius. Love the kid or young man, whatever. I have no, no ill will towards that young man at all. Okay, but I wouldn't have met him had I not gotten into Smush Friends' Discord as an example and met that young man. I would not have met Metamorphics had I not gone into another space. Guys, do not be afraid to meet people outside of other spaces. The next thing, social networks. Let's talk about social networks for a minute. Do you honestly think Twitter is the only social network out there for NFTs? Guess what? It's not. TikTok is becoming bigger and bigger and bigger by the day. And I have seen 10,000 piece collections mint out in 15 minutes from only being on TikTok. Unbelievable. Now, what about other sites like, I don't know, Instagram or Ruji or High Social? Don't be afraid to try new social networks either, guys, or new marketplaces. Why? Those are the best ones to get in on. I'll tell you why. Because Nobody else is there yet. So you get to set the standards on how people behave. You get to set the standards on what is expected within the space for regarding NFTs. Why would you not want to be a part of that? Don't be afraid to try out new things. And understand that no matter what we're doing, you guys, and, and it doesn't matter what platform we're doing it on, everything we do comes with a degree of risk. You just have to decide for you. Does the benefits of being one of the first ones on that platform outweigh the risk of being one of the last ones and not making a dime? It's your call at the end of the day, guys. You know, I never close any doors and I never burn any bridges. The reason I don't burn bridges is because I never know when I'm going to have to go back across them. Use caution when you burn bridges. Think about it long and hard before you do. Because if you do, the odds are <laughs> you're not going to be able to build that bridge back. And I'm going to say that the most important thing that Comard's NFTs has always done since we entered the space in January has been real and direct and to the point. I don't sugarcoat things. I don't BS around the bush. I don't do any of that. I call it like I see it. I try not to be a jerk about it, but at the same time, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you either. We're adults. We're not children, and I'm not going to talk to you like you're a child. I'm just not. And I know that because of that, it comes across as abrasive, and that's unfortunate. 
but it's never with the intent of being a jerk just for the sake of being a jerk. That said, guys, I'm going to open up the floor for questions. Do remember that this is being recorded for the podcast and our YouTube channel. So any questions you ask, they will be asked live on the air or recorded on the air for both the podcast and our YouTube channel. Uh, Feel free to raise your hands, send up requests, and I will be happy to answer any questions you guys have regarding this information. I just want to thank everybody for all their support and helping us about what we're doing. It really does mean a lot. It does. It absolutely does. Uh, and for those of you that aren't very familiar with his voice, that is my business partner and artist, Jester. And uh, he doesn't speak up much. But guys, believe me when I tell you, uh, in our conversations on the phone, in our conversations and video chats, things like that, um, he definitely recognizes you guys and appreciates you guys. But there's nothing else we could say about it. So that said, it looks like um, Metamorphics, you're up. All right, Metamorphics, go right on ahead. Hey, shout out to everybody in here, all the familiar faces. Comarch, thanks for putting on this class. I was originally going to wait for somebody else to try to ask this question because I, it's probably a dumb question, but I know you say there's no such thing, so I'm just going to go ahead and go for it. Um, in regards to NFTs on TikTok, it's something that I've been curious about, but I haven't personally looked into myself. What is a unique way to showcase NFTs on TikTok? Like, do you just do like a photo collage over like the popular uh, tunes or music or whatever's trending? Or um, especially for people that aren't like doxxed, what's a good way to go about that? So, like as an example, I'm not doxxed. Okay, everybody here knows that I refuse to dox. I'm not going to dox. That's that's the end of that. Um, So like as an example, right now we are hosting uh, this exact class over on TikTok as well. And I just I don't have my face showing. I'm not going to. There's tools in there that allow you to uh, put background images up, things like that, as far as as the lives over there go. Okay, Um, which I failed to do for this class, but it is what it is. <laughs> but uh so that's one way to, to keep yourself from being doxxed and still being able to have the live uh twitter space type functionality okay um especially if you're not wanting to dox the other thing is is that as far as the video segments go there's all kinds of ways you can get creative with it you could do a collage that vibrates you can do a series of images you know if you look at our profile over on on tiktok and i'm not telling you guys to go follow us or whatever if you don't want to don't if you do great but what i'm saying is is that there's a whole bunch of different ways you can do videos they've got all kinds of effects you can use your voice you can use an automated voice or a robotic voice if you choose to um and different things like that as far as what is working i'll be honest with you guys we have not discovered what is the 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 key to getting somebody to pulling a trigger to go purchase an nft on tiktok um we've discovered it in other places (laughs) but not on tiktok yet so that's not something i could specifically answer directly there metamorphics all right so next question is going to be blind chimp appreciate these classes uh my question was because we're all kind of short on time which uh social uh outlet would you say you should spend the most time in i'm the same with metamorphics as as a i had a question about um you know tiktok and how you go about doing that so you answered that well 
so how should we split our time? What's the what's the number one place to be, and then how should we split our time between the others? So, like anything, you have to determine what your return on investment is that you're looking for. Okay, which is another word for ROI. So, an example being, if you find that spending two hours a day or even two hours a week over on TikTok and you sell 10 NFTs, it would make sense to me to say, you know what, I need to give TikTok a little bit more time. And you adjust it accordingly. Nothing says you have to go from two hours a day or a week and just up to 40 a week. Okay, there's nothing that says that. But evaluate what kind of engagement you get, evaluate what kind of sales you get, evaluate what kind of a following you have or a community you've built. Um, evaluate those things and determine that based on those things. And you're right, there's only so many hours in the day, you guys. And so it does make it hard to try and be everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Um, and, and Go ahead. You shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. Right, right, exactly. Put it out onto, like, as Komar was saying, onto multiple different platforms, and then from there. From there, you can figure out, okay, but so that's the one where I'll focus some more attention on versus one where nothing happens. But still happens on all the different platforms because you never know who's going to be looking at it from where. Right. Keep in mind that not everybody likes Facebook. Like, I despise Facebook. We have a Facebook page. I can't tell you the last time I even logged into the account. I don't even know if I can log in because I don't even know if I remember the password. So, I mean, but again, we weren't getting a lot of traction over on, on Facebook either. So, it just didn't make sense for me to invest any time into it. But my point is, is not everybody likes Facebook. Not everybody likes TikTok. Not everybody likes Instagram. Not everybody likes Twitter. My wife loves TikTok. Can't stand Twitter. My wife loves Pinterest. Can't stand Instagram. So, again... You have to deviate that or decide that on your own, guys, so that way you know how to get the best return on your investment, which at this point for most of us is our time. You know, um, we did teach a class a few weeks ago, which I will be revisiting for a podcast in the future um, of time management and managing your time appropriately. And I've got a lot of tools in there for you guys that I want to share with you guys that will help make you more efficient and more effective on what it is that you're doing, okay? Um, so watch for that. All right, next up, we're going to go with Holy Black. What's up, Komar? What's going on? You know me, just driving along. <laughs> um, to be honest, I don't have a question. I'll take it quick. I just really wanted to say thank you. I, uh, I'm brand new into Twitter. I'm definitely not new into social media as a whole. I have a web company that like 80% of our traffic is uh, driven directly from our social platform. But I just kind of get my feet wet in Twitter space, and this alpha has been a huge help, like the strategies on, you know, hashtag um, and the bio strategy, and all that stuff is just super helpful. And I just really appreciate what you're doing for this space, and really taking your time out to just show the people the way. And uh, that's it, man. I just want to say thank you. I think you're really awesome people, and uh, I'm gonna continue to follow along everything you're doing. I appreciate that, and and guys, when you guys come up and have nice things to say about us. I'm telling you, myself, I know I get warm-hearted with it, and I'm pretty sure Jester does too. But, um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for that. That that really means a lot, and it's that kind of stuff that drives us to keep yeah, going. absolutely. And I just, you know, being into the Twitter spaces recently, it, I've just been blown away about how, like, welcoming and how everybody's just been so, like, 
on board with trying to help each other out, sticking their neck out. It's just been an incredible community, and I think you're taking a huge part in it. So, again, man, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, I, I appreciate you, man. And I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Holy. I, I'm definitely going to continue to watch you. And, and again, tag me in a tweet if you've got questions. I'll answer them. Yeah, I actually even I retweeted the room using your strategy. I tried to put the like Twitter alpha hashtag in this, uh, the comment instead of just writing it, using it as a hashtag. And, like, I'm already implementing the thing you're saying. So like I said, it's, it's going to be extremely helpful just following you along. Nice, nice. And, and I'll give you guys another little piece of advice here. Um, and I don't know if I would call it advice, but I'll give you a little secret of what else I do too. And that is, I have made mine and Jester's calendars public. And what I mean by that is, is I've set it up in a way that you guys can see exactly what we've got going on, when we got it going on, and who we got it going on with. And the reason I've done that is because it allows me to add a link for you guys to your Twitter profiles, okay, so that people can see who you are and what you're up to. Uh, you know, so that's really kind of the, the point of that is to help kind of show you guys off as well as show people that, believe it or not, I'm not just sitting here on the other side of a monitor twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> All right, so next up, I believe we have Pixins. Uh, thank you for uh, the spaces and uh, I, I sincerely have if I would have not come across your Twitter and your in a space I wouldn't be lost because I have learned so much from what I've heard from you and it's like a, you're like a mentor first to start second my question is it's uh, uh, your discord is a very very uh, uh, complete it has a lot of stuff there going on do you think it's necessary to have a, a discord or a discord at all to 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 be successful to people to follow you do you think it's, it contributes to to your success to have the so called uh, discord account right out of the gate i'm going to tell you no and the reason i'm going to tell you no is because when comards nfts first started within the twitter space and the nft space we did not have a Discord. We had no intentions of building a Discord. Um, it kind of came later in the game at about two months in, a month in, somewhere in there, where it became relevant that we discovered we did need to have a Discord as well to show more information off about what it is we're doing and for us to be able to give back to the, the people that are supporting us in a community that makes it a little bit easier to do that. You know, and, and as you know, from looking at our uh discord there's a lot going on in there we've got a birthday channel for you guys to post your birthdays you guys get uh, a really cool nft birthday card on your birthdays you guys get anniversary cards on your anniversaries uh, i run contests regularly and it's easier for me to do that there than it is over here on twitter or or over on tiktok or anywhere else so it was at that point that we decided that we we needed to seriously think about a discord and get that built so that's exactly what we did is we thought about it and we evaluated it and we got it built so um i think when we actually built ours and launched it publicly i think we were somewhere around 23 2500 people that were following us at that point so no i don't think it's necessary to have one right out of the gate all right thank you thank you all right next up i believe was kubel kubel did you have any questions I think somebody's rugging, either that or I'm rugging. One of the two. All right, so next up. You're definitely up, not rugging. 
I'm not rugging? Okay. So next up, we're going to go on ahead and go with Creative Owls. How are you doing, my friend? What's up, Kamal? And, and shout out to the little one in the back. <laughs> and uh, good job work, working hard on that. Uh, so it's good to hear. And uh, this is actually my first time here and actually hearing you actually speak and, and educate as well, too. So it's actually really refreshing to hear it. And there's two things. One, if you guys are ever listening to like a speaker and something doesn't regulate with you, definitely go to them and ask them like, hey, man, this, this didn't feel right. Or uh, have some extra questions where there's a lot of times where people don't feel comfortable maybe coming up here. So always feel free to reach out to a speaker like malls or anybody else and ask them for like an extra hint or if they need something help or if there's some type of confusion because there's always a lot of information and maybe getting that one-on-one within a dm or something will always kind of help out with communication as you know Kamal's and, and other people are always trying to help others so that's the first thing i wanted to bring up and uh the second thing is um something so i just wanted to give like a quick advice and quick tips um, within content marketing and brand marketing. And this is something that uh, I encourage you guys to do today um, that's really successful for uh, a lot of creators that are in the space that they're actually doing. So content marketing is actually talking about your solution offerings, your project, and, and talking about those services or your NFTs. And then the branding content is kind of like the, the reviews, what people are saying, or kind of the milestones that you're reaching. And it's so important to talk about the brand marketing because that's what allows people to know who you are or what people are saying behind your back and one one of the things that you can do is as you guys are making sales or, or hitting milestones is to actually celebrate your wins and the small wins build momentums and what I mean by that if you get a sale um, I'm not talking about boasted or, or anything too crazy but celebrate it and celebrate it at a way that you're being thankful for it because what it does it brings a it brings brand awareness that you're making sales and it also let, lets people know that you're an active account and and you're doing something in this space and the people that are actually holding or people are collecting they're going to like seeing that that a project is making sales or they're hitting milestones and a milestone can be something where maybe you reach 500 followers or a thousand followers or even 10,000 followers celebrating those things is also also uh, validates that you've been in this space for a while but the people that are looking at your project or people that are or already invested it allows them to say man that's awesome i'm tied to that project because they're growing and i want to see them grow and i think that's something where um i, I always tell people and i do personally myself and, and i think it's a great tool for you guys to start doing that today and and to be humble about it and i think you guys will get a good return on investment by celebrating your small wins along that way so those are just my updates and and again uh great job Kamaj, on 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 the space this is my first time actually hearing you and 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 you breaking it down so big kudos to you and, and the little one in the back i'll turn it back over to the rest of the speakers man appreciate you well, number one i'm honored that you you came in and you listened and and uh you know you, you showed your support for me like that and because i know you're busy with all of the stuff that you've got going on with the showcase and everything and I want to say thank you for, for taking time out to listen to what it is that I do and, and how I do it and things like that. And he's right, you guys. You have to celebrate your wins. You know, and again, don't be egocentric about it, but celebrate your wins. You know, case in point, we're hosting a space on Thursday or, or Friday. No, Thursday, tomorrow. 
um, to celebrate that win where I'm literally going to give away 200 NFTs, but somebody is going to get the ability to win a one-of-one -one custom specifically for the 10K achievement milestone. Because I'll be honest with you guys, we didn't expect to have 2006 months. And here we are at 10 and 5. Like, wait, what? It's a mind blower for us. And, and we were not prepared for it. We really weren't. But he's right about celebrating those small wins in a way that doesn't necessarily like boost your own ego. And that's not what they're for. They're to, they're to show your community that you appreciate their support. And if you do it in a way like that, that, that shows them, hey, guys, we wouldn't have done it without you. And, and I don't care what anybody says in this space. If they did not have the families, the communities, the friends that they have developed in this space, they would not achieve the various levels of success that they have achieved, period. And so make sure that you're recognizing that and, and showing people that it's not just about you. And that's one thing that I, I can proudly say Comard's NFTs has always strived to do. I'm going to hop back down, but I appreciate this, uh, this space. And uh, I'll, see, I'll see you soon, bud. All right. See you soon. Thank you again. And guys, don't be afraid to ask questions. Always ask questions. If you have questions, ask them. There's no such thing as a dumb question except the one you don't ask. And I will never, ever down anybody for asking a question. If I'm Yeah, yeah, finally. I got rubbed twice. <laughs> All right, what do you got, bro? What's up, man? Uh, let's see. The two questions I wanted to ask you uh, would be, uh, one, do you find that higher followers converts to higher sales? And two, my second question for you is I noticed you cleaned out your, your follower list, or at least the people you were following around 10,000. Uh, do you find that like your older followers tend to drop off um, as you continue to grow? I'm, I'm not seeing a difference in the number of sales versus the number of followers. I, I don't see a correlation in that yet. Do I think that's something that will come with time? Yes. And, and, and I think that, you know, as far as I'm concerned, 100,000 followers, 250,000 followers, doesn't make a shitty difference in my mind if people aren't engaging with you and interacting with you and learning about you, your project, your, your services, whatever it is that you're bringing to the table. Which leads me into the next part of your question or the next question you had. And that is, you'd clean out some of the followers that I was following. Um, and I've, I've got more to go, a lot more. And the reason for that being is because I don't see a point in following people that I'm not able to engage with or relate to in some way to build a meaningful relationship that's going to be beneficial to both myself and Comard's NFTs and the, that individual. So for me, it just doesn't necessarily make sense to be following all those people. As far as, as the people dropping off from older followers dropping off, I do notice that from time to time we'll get one, maybe two here and there that'll drop off. But most of the time they're dropping off because they just simply go inactive. So I have a deal set up where if you're not active and you have not posted a single tweet in 30 days, I stop following you. I do that because it doesn't do any good to be following you if you're not posting any content regularly. You know, keep in mind that consistency is king in this space. If you are not consistent, you will fail. Um, and I believe that that's another contributing factor to the successes that Comard's NFTs has seen is the fact that we are consistent. Um, you know, so I mean, 
like I said, not yet. I don't see a correlation with the sales versus the numbers, but I think it will happen. It's just a matter of when. All right. Indy, come on up. And after Indy's question, guys, we are going to close the space down. I do appreciate you guys coming up um, and, and hanging out with us, and, and I hope you guys were able to learn some stuff. How you doing, Comor? I'm, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, my friend? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. Just, uh, I'm just absorbing what's going on. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, I guess I missed you last time when you had a Decentraland party. And I was asking for a feedback at that time. And, uh, yeah, no questions. Just hanging out, chilling out. Came over here. Well, I appreciate you coming in and showing support. All right, with that, guys, here's what I'm going to say. I would also like you guys to take a moment to uh, thank Stoner Guitars. They are officially partnered with us as our sound masters. They will be maximizing the sound on this uh, class and on this podcast. And um, I'm so thrilled to have them as a partner. They will be adding sound effects. I would also like to thank NF Beats for the introduction music and the uh closing music that will be on the podcast again these guys have have contributed to the cause of this class and uh i think it's amazing and we're going to get better and better as time goes on so with that said ladies and gentlemen i do thank you all very much for attending today's class please remember our dms are open but i prefer you to tweet us so we can actually have some real engagement and ask me questions that said the last thing I want you guys to think about before you leave here today is this. What have you done to make the world a better place today?